joy and peace to all the people of the earth. Let's receive the word of God with Reverend Kiluba. Kiluba, may God bless you. Dear online listeners and dear listeners who follow us on your local radios of your respective cities, among the cities of the earth, French-speaking or English-speaking, it is with pleasure that we come to you. In the name of God. I love a scripture that says, in the name or with God, we are going to do valiantly. We come to you in the name of the Lord God in order to greet you in the name of God, the sower. He knows how to sow. When he sows, he will harvest because the seed of God is incorruptible. Follow me well. This is what the pastor Peter is saying. The seed of God is incorruptible. It is living and permanent. Oh, hallelujah. He knows how to sow. It is in the name of the heavenly sower that I greeted you. He sowed in the life of Mary, a small thing that made of her what she is today in the world. Grace, I greet you, Mary, you to whom you who is highly favored. He is a sower. He knows how to sow in men and women. And his seed is incorruptible. What God has sown will never be corrupted. The seed in Mary came from the throne of God through Gabriel. And the seed was grace. I greet you Mary, who is highly favored. It is the seed of grace that produced Jesus, the best of the universe. The seed of God produces what is sweet, what is precious, and the best. I love that God, the sower, who knows how to sow, should sow in you. I'm thinking of the sower who sowed Jesus as a living and incorruptible permanent seed on the earth. And it produced for God the church body of Christ in the four corners of the earth. Look at how God sowed by grace kingship in the life of David who said surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life and I will live in the house of God. God sowed kingship and this kingship produced a kingdom and God continues to sow, sow, sow. He who sowed the apostolic ministry in the lives of the apostles and he produced. I love that this same God should sow in you. Oh, we are looking for men who are seeds of God. We're looking for seed men of God. There are people who are seeds. There are people who are seeds of God on the earth, and you are going to produce according to the seed of God. The topic I'm going to speak to you about that all you are listening to is God, sower of the word and miracles. Oh, hallelujah. He knows how to sow the word in you. He knows how to sow miracles. I'm going to read the theme scripture in Exodus chapter 4. 
the Lord informed his servant of the servant. The Lord spoke to Moses on his way to Egypt. Be careful with the men in whom God has sown. They are extremely dangerous. Careful to the people of the earth. I'm warning demons, witches, and Satan himself. When Moses returned to Egypt, God had sown in the one who had run away. But when God sowed in him, he became very dangerous. And I love that today as you follow me attentively, you are going to receive seeds in you of the word and of miracles. God sowed bombs against the witchcraft and magic of Egypt. God sowed this in Egypt against Pharaoh and his army and his ministers. And he became extremely dangerous. When God sows in a person, receive the seed of God by faith, and you will become dangerous to the evil doers. I'm thinking of Jesus of Nazareth, in whom God had sown the dove, and he became extremely dangerous for Satan. He said, get away from me, Satan. Satan ran away. His father had sown in him the dove. May you receive seeds. Follow me well. And you are going to become dangerous to dangerous things of the universe. When God sowed in Moses, he became dangerous for Pharaoh, for magic, for witchcraft of Egypt. I've heard people from Freemasonry saying that they, they take their origins from the Egypt of Pharaoh. And they say to them, you are on the field of the bombing of the God of Moses. Moses sowed in him like God sowed in Jesus the dove. When the enemy will come as a flood, my spirit will raise a standard. The father had sown in him the one who makes the enemy to flee. The Lord said to Moses as he was going to Egypt, a very dangerous field. Say, see all the miracles that I lay in your hands. He says, I will harden his heart. He won't let the people go. Even before the miracles could be, they were sown. All the plagues of Egypt were sown before they manifested. I say to the people of the earth, be careful with the scent of God on the earth. God had sown plagues against the unbelief we want to sow in you plagues against the unbelief of the earth no matter the stubbornness of unbelief they are going to end believing because the lord knows how to send you on the field of work with the seed of the word and of miracles moses is sent with this i'm going to read in acts chapter 7 Acts 7 verse 30 to 38 the Lord is sowing in Moses the seed that God sowed in Moses was an angel who had double faces an angel of the word and of miracles follow me very well when God says to you, Moses, see the miracles that I've put in your hand in Exodus, but in Acts 7, 30 to 38, 
that we understand where these miracles that were sown in Moses were coming from. These were in the angel of the burning bush, Acts 7, 30 to 38. And when 40 years had passed, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire, in a bush and in the wilderness of Mount Sinai. I'll come back to this. What the Father does, the Son also does. Hallelujah and hallelujah. If the Father has sown in Moses, the angel of the burning bush, the Son does this also. Jesus also does this. Fire, fire, fire. That is why Jesus also sowed the same seed as the Father. Wait in Jerusalem. It was not John the Baptist. It was Jesus. What the Father does, the Son also does. God sought in Moses one individual who made uncomfortable, who disturbed Pharaoh and the magic of Egypt. God had sown an angel with double face. The double face is an angel of the word and an angel of miracles and wonders. God sowed in Moses. May you become a field in which God has sown. May your ministry be a field in which God has sown. May your church be a field in which God has sown. May your life, your family be a field in which God has sown. And Jesus also was going to sow the same seed, the same results. I'm thinking of Jesus of Nazareth who is the same yesterday, today until forevermore. He hasn't changed. He is still sowing again and again and again what his father did, the son also does. When Jesus was saying it, people thought that he was exaggerating. Here God sowed for the needs of the people of God. His father sowed for the need of the people, an angel with double face, uh, with double faces. The word and miracles, God said to him, see, see, become aware. God also had sown in Gideon, mighty warrior, go with the strength that you have. God had sown in Moses, a warrior angel. I'm thinking about the seed of God in Joshua. An angel appeared to him with a drawn sword, then began the conquest. May you receive the seed for conquest. Let us come back to our topic. God sold an angel of the burning bush in Moses for the need, for the need. I say to the earth, do not be afraid because heaven will sow in men and women seeds for your needs. And, and when 40 years had passed, an angel of the Lord appeared to him. Moses first ran away from Egypt because there was not yet a seed that I call a seed of terror that terrified Egypt. The same seed that was in Jesus. Jesus was a terrorist of demons. Whenever demons saw Jesus, they were terrified. In whom Jesus, in whom God had 
son, the dove, Jesus was dangerous after his father had sown in him the dove. I want you to be on dangerous fields, no matter the dangers of those fields. The seed in you is enough for you to take up the challenge of your field. God sent Samuel in Bethlehem, says, go in the house of the goal is for God to show in you. That is why I'm not ashamed to speak to you because I know that as I'm speaking, there is a sowing. The Bible says in Isaiah 55, the word of God has not returned to him void. God is the giver of seed to the sower. God gives the seed of oil to the sower Samuel and he sowed it in David the young man and then began a season that was going to disturb the Philistines. And because God had sown, I want by this message God to sow God has sown in Moses an angel with double faces. The state of Acts 7, and when 40 years had passed, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire in a bush in the wilderness of Mount Sinai. What the Father does, the Son does, and he did with the apostles. He sowed on them tongues of fire because God has made of his servants flames of fire. You are servants by receiving the servant from above. Wait in Jerusalem until you are clothed with power from above and you are going to be my witnesses. You are servants as long as you you welcome the servant from above without that you are a joke and you will do nothing moses received the servant from above god has made of his men flames of fire our lord is seated on a throne of fire and thousands upon thousands serving and a, flame, a river of fire was flowing before him and millions of millions thousands upon thousands were standing in his presence moses received this seed that i call a seed that is double-faced an angel appeared to him the Lord God has millions and millions billions and billions thousands upon thousands that are standing in his presence and, and god sent one of these to moses when 40 years had passed, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire in a bush in the wilderness of Mount Sinai. And when Moses saw it, he marveled at the sight. As he drew near to observe, the voice of the Lord came to him, saying, I am the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. And Moses trembled and dared not look. Then the Lord said to him, Take your sandals off your feet, for the place where you stand is a holy ground. I have surely seen the oppression of my people. That seed of word and miracle had a goal. I have seen the oppression of my people in Egypt. I have heard their groaning and have come down to deliver them. And now, come, I will send you to Egypt. Delify this Moses, whom they rejected, saying, Who made you a ruler and a judge? If the 
one God sent to be a ruler and deliverer by the hand of the angel who appeared to him in the bush. It is him that God sent in order to help Israel. He brought them out after he had shown wonders and signs in the land of Egypt and in the Red Sea and in the wilderness for 40 years. Hallelujah and hallelujah. It is a seed with unlimited duration. Miracles for 40 years. In Egypt at the Red Sea in the desert for 40 years. Extraordinary. All this for the need. When they certain sent them famine, the seed of miracle was activated by Moses. And what did he give them? He gave them manna. In the Psalms, they say, it's written clearly that the manna is the bread of angels. They ate the bread of the angel of Moses for 40 years. That is why the seed that will be generously given to you through this message is going to do things in your life, not for one year, but for many years, as the same as it was for the seed that God put in David. The Bible says what? The Spirit of God came upon him from that time onwards. I'm thinking about the dove of Jesus. The dove went with him even in the grave. You will not forsake your Holy One in the grave because Jesus was with his dove in the grave. He says, all of you will forsake me, but my father will not forsake me. He knew what he had. The dove was there. If Moses received from the one that sent him, I will not just stay on miracles. Verse 37 is explaining my topic. God, the sower of the word and miracles. Verse 37, this is that Moses who said to the children of Israel, the Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me. I'll come to this. You were talking about Jesus from your brethren. You shall hear. 38. This is he who was in the congregation in the wilderness with the angel who spoke to him on Mount nine and with our fathers the one who received the living oracles to give to us. Hallelujah and hallelujah. Moses had the seed of the living word. The Bible says he gave them the, the law of fire. The Ten Commandments was coming from the seed. The Bible says here he was with the angel. He's the one who gave them the Ten Commandments. Not only the Ten Commandments, he also gave, him, gave to him the book of Genesis, the story of creation. All these things were given to him by his seed. Hallelujah. Not only did he give to him the past, he was given the present and the future. It is Moses who said, God will raise you prophet like me he was prophesying about jesus of nazareth he had an angel who had a lot of information of the past the present and the future it is this angel i'm thinking about this when the lord saws his souls or else we would be in the dark on earth with regards to creation it is this angel that informed Moses, and Moses received these living oracles, and he transmitted them. He transmitted the word that he received in the burning bush. It is him, the seed of the word. I'm thinking of Daniel, everything that Daniel saw. It was Gabriel. Here there's no precision about the name of the angel. 
in Daniel, and he said Gabriel explained to him the, the vision when Daniel was praying, an angel came to him with swift flight and says, I've come to give you understanding. The angel of Daniel was terrible. He was able to inform Daniel about scientific knowledge. In Daniel 12, he says, in the end times, knowledge will increase. This information that came from the archangel Gabriel that was with Daniel. And this word of the increase of knowledge has been fulfilled. We live in a time of, of knowledge, increasing knowledge in, in, in science and technology. Scientists must not be proud. You are the product of the information of Gabriel to Daniel. That is why I'm speaking to you about God, the seed of the God, the sower of the seed of the word and this seed with double faith produced the information and knowledge regarding the creation of the earth, information regarding the knowledge of moral laws. In Acts 7 verse 36, he brought them out after he had shown wonders and signs in the land of Egypt and in the Red Sea in the wilderness for years. This is that Moses would say to the children of Israel, the Lord your God will raise up for your prophet like me from your brethren. This is he who was in the congregation in the wilderness with the angel who spoke to him on Mount Sinai and with our fathers, the one who received the living oracles to give to us. And Moses became a river of miracles. You know the story of the two anointed, the two witnesses of Revelation 11. They too received the seed of the word and the seed of miracles. They were going to speak for three years, like Jesus spoke for three years. Can we read that? Revelation 11. Verse 3 to verse 6, it is God who sows the seed of the word and the seed of miracles. I will give power to my two witnesses, to my two spokespersons, the power to speak. And they will prophesy 1,260 days clothed in sackcloth. These are the two olive trees and the two lampstands standing before the God of the earth. Verse 5, now it goes to the world, to the side of miracles from the side of the world. And if anyone wants to harm them, fire proceeds from their mouth and devours their enemies. And if anyone wants to harm them, he must be killed in this manner. Six, these have the power to shut heaven so that no rain falls in the days of their prophecy. Hallelujah. As they speak, and they have power over waters to turn them to blood and to strike the earth with all plagues as often as they desire. Hallelujah. It is God who had sown this angel, who had sown this power. Sorry. It, the same these witnesses enjoyed of the same system as Moses because Moses was a witness but also a miracle worker and among the miracles that Moses did he turned the waters of the Nile into blood he also did the same there is a return 
of the things of the past, things that God did in the past, he will do again in the season. Look at the, the time frame between Moses and the two witnesses of revelations. In Moses, it was sown. In the two witnesses, it was sown. In Egypt, there were plagues. But among the plagues, I want to focus on the turning the water into blood, which Moses also did. God has not changed. He also knows how to give to you. I'm thinking of the seed of the word and the seed of miracles. And as, as I've said it to you, uh, what the Father does, the Son also does. We see in Acts that Jesus also sowed. He has the seed of his Father. Hallelujah. Jesus has the seed of his Father. If his Father had sown the angel of the burning bush, Jesus also sowed, sowed this in the apostles. As I said it in the beginning of my message, he has made of his main flames of fire. This is what I'm interested in. It is the servants from above who come to work with you. I want to inform the church that even the church has this seed of angels. As it is written in Revelation 1, write to the angel of Laodicea, write to the angel of the church, write to the angel of the church. The angels are there. They are sown in the church. How can I help you? They are there. They are sown in the church. That is why today we are going to activate the seeds that are sown in the church, the angels. Jesus had seven stars who are the seven, the fullness of the angels of God. And Jesus sowed in them in Jerusalem. He says, John the Baptist baptized with water and, and you will be baptized of fire. It was not just fire. They heard of Mary of Peter was not bent out in the same way the burning bush was not burning out the tree. May you receive that. God is going to sow. Believe me, I know what I'm speaking. What the Father does, the Son also does. If God had sown the angel of the burning bush in Moses, Jesus was going to do it with the apostles, so on. Jesus is also a sower of this mystery with double faces. You are going to receive things that terrify the powers of darkness. In this, Jesus sent them the tongues of fire as God sent the burning bush to Moses. Moses had said, Jesus had said it in a little while you will be baptized by fire. And I'm thinking of John the Baptist. John the Baptist says, I will baptize you with water, but he who comes after me is more powerful than me. He will baptize you with spirit and with fire. Hallelujah. I would love that he should sow that. I don't want to focus on the baptism, but I want to focus on the seed of these invisible realities. That is why Herod could not, could not overcome Peter, because Peter had a seed. And when the church prayed, the seed of Jesus that was on Peter did the work in the same way that, that it worked before the Red Sea. 
The Pharaoh and his army had swollen bellies and they rot. They got rotten, but in Acts, it's Herod who got rotten. Do not touch men on whom God has sown their dangerous. When Moses was in the palace of Pharaoh, there was no problem, but when God had sowed in him, it was dangerous. When Peter came out of prison, and he had come to the house where people were praying, people, they said, it's not him, it's his angel. And this is true. Peter had an angel, and this seed is the one who broke the chains and opened the doors of the prison. Same thing with the Red Sea. Because Moses had the seed of miracles, the Red Sea opened. In Acts, in the Acts, they too received the seeds. What I'm saying to you today will follow you all your life. Acts chapter 4, verse 33. What is it written? And with great power, the apostles gave witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. They were people with powerful words. That is why I've spoken to you about God's sower of the word and of miracles. Chapter 5, verse 19 to 20. Any miracles were done by the apostles and no one dared to, to join them from those from verse 12, 13, 14. Verse 16, also a multitude gathered from the surrounding cities of Jerusalem, bringing sick people and those who were tormented by unclean spirits, and they were all healed. It is because Peter, not only he had a powerful word as his teacher, but he was also filled with the seed of miracles. That's why he said, God and silver I do not have, but what I have in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. Peter, Peter, he had the word, but also the power of miracles. I'm thinking of Paul in the city of Ephesus who taught for two years and more, but there was an extraordinary power. Both Peter and Paul enjoyed what Moses enjoyed from the Lord. They received it from Jesus of Nazareth, who sowed, who sowed in them. These people knew what Jesus gave. Acts 5, verse 19. But at night, an angel of the Lord opened the prison doors and brought them out and said, Go and stand in the temple and speak to the people all the words of this life. Hallelujah. These were people who were not alone. They had the seed from above. God knows how to send you the seed from above to your life, to your church. But what is important, it is to pray. Acts chapter 4, verse 29. Now, Lord, look on their threats and grant your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word by stretching out your hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant Jesus. They had both. 
these two seeds needed to be activated to receive them is one thing but to activate them is another thing i'm thinking of moses who received this grace but who activated it by lifting his stick like the apostles lifted their, their sticks by prayer yeah, by prayer they lifted their voices together the problem of the church is that sometimes they have the seed but they don't activate the seed they have but the apostles activated the seed they had by prayer if you want to activate this double-faced seed be a man and a woman of prayer one number the first thing they asked give to your servant to speak your word with boldness number two stretch your hand stretch your hand i am asking for the church the mouth and the hand hallelujah and hallelujah may you receive this seed that is double-faced the seed of the word and the seed of the hand stretch forth your hand give your servants your mouth give your servants your mouth and stretch your hand I'm thinking about what I'm speaking. The apostles knew how to activate their seed by prayer. Our time is short. I'm going to run a little bit. The Lord gave this double-faced seed even to the elders. First Timothy, First Timothy, in First Timothy, we see that the Bible says that the elders who teach the word must be given double honor. In James, the Bible says, if anyone sick, let them call the elders who are going to anoint them with oil. I want to go further. This seed is also given to deacons. The deacons in churches who are doing nothing. Look at the first deacons, like Philip and Stephen. Acts chapter 7. Stephen filled with grace and power. He was a deacon who was filled with power. You, the deacons of the earth, may you receive this grace. Stephen, full of faith and power, and did great wonders and signs among the people. In the same way Moses had the mouth and the hand. I would love that the hand and mouth of God should be for the elders and the deacons. The hand of God for the elders and deacons. We see it for Stephen in Acts 6 verse 8. This was written for our instruction. We want to go further in order to conclude our message. This grace, this seed that is double-faced, the Lord did not just give it to the apostles or to the elders or to the deacons. God has given it to simple believers who were the source of revival. The revival of Antioch, the great missionary church that was releasing missionaries may you set aside for me may you set aside for me Paul and Barnabas for the work that 
have given them. This was not done by apostles or elders. This was simple believers. I'm sending this grace that has double function to the simple believers. Ephesus was a business city. You believers don't just travel to go and seek for money. Acts 11, verse 19. Those were scattered after the persecution that arose over Stephen, traveled as far as Phoenicia, Cyprus, Antioch, preaching the word of to no one but the Jews only. But some of them were made from Cyprus and Cyrene, who, when they had come to Antioch, spoke to the Hellenists preaching the Lord Jesus. 21. And the hand of the Lord was with them, and a great number believed and turned to the Lord. These were just mere believers who brought revival in the creation of the great church of Antioch. May you awaken, you believers of the church. The army of the Lord will be with you. The seed I've spoken to you about. Jesus had said it. He is consistent in what he has said. He says he who believes in me will do the works that I do and greater than these will he do. These were mere believers. And Jesus said after his resurrection, behold the miracles that will follow those who believe. God extends this grace even to the believers of the church. May you receive the seed of the word and also the seed of power and miracles. May you receive this. I am shocked by believers who, whenever they go to a new city, they call themselves apostles and bishops. In this scripture of reading Acts 11, they did not give themselves titles, but they had the seed of the word and power. The Bible says, and the hand of the Lord was with them. How can you help? Can I help you? All the levels of leadership in the church and participation in the church have a right to the seed. I'm going to end in saying, do you know why you need the seed of the word? and the power of miracles it is because the two things produce one thing the word and miracles produce one main thing that the world needs hallelujah it produces faith the Bible says, faith comes from what we hear, and what we hear comes from the words of Christ, from the word. If you go in John chapter 2, verse 10, the Bible says that Jesus manifested his glory, and his disciples believed in him. My time is short. We are going to read also in John chapter 20. Do not neglect the two things the word and miracles it leads to faith 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 i have my granddaughter called faith her name is imani faith faith the bible says the miracles of moses produced faith when the hand of the lord was stretched against Pharaoh, the Bible says, Israel believed in Moses and in, in God and in Moses is seven. We need to transmit faith by these two things. Let me read John 20, 
Verse 30 to 31. John 20, 30 to 31. And truly Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples which are not written in this book. But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you may have life in his name. The goal of the word, it is faith. Faith comes from what we hear and what we hear the words of Christ. I also say to you, faith also comes from what we see and what we see comes from the power of Christ. This I say to you, when Israel saw the hand of God stretched against Pharaoh, they believed in God and in Moses. Let's change the way that we see. Don't just stop at faith that comes from what we hear. Go further. Faith also comes from what we see. It is Jesus who said it. He says, if you do not see miracles, you don't believe. So faith comes also comes from what we hear and what we see. The two things are, in, are important. We do not need these seeds with double function for shows, for, for spiritual wrestling shows. We need these seeds with double function for faith and faith that leads to everlasting life. May God release this seed that you may become until next time, God bless you. Thank you for following. Let us spread faith all around the world through this teaching.